Welcome to Her Natural Potential Podcast. This is the place where we help driven women get healthier, wealthier, and stronger. I'm your host, Nikki Quark, a registered holistic nutritionist and transformation coach, and I'm going to show you how to level up your nutrition, health, and mindset so you can start living life at your full potential. morning. Happy New Year, right? And that's what we're going to be talking about today. I'm sure some of you guys have some exciting big goals for 2022. And we're going to talk about how to avoid burnout specifically. So you have some big goals, whether it be fitness related, health related, business related to a lot of these points that I'm going to be talking about and sharing today really important. If you're an entrepreneur, if you're running a business, right? Even if you are kind of managing a team or it needing to perform at a very high level in any way. And so we're really going to kind of, I'm really going to talk about how we can really kind of support ourselves and our adrenals to obviously avoid burnout, because this is what a lot of people, especially going into the new year right now, they don't really think about, right? They're like, okay, new year, big goal going to do all of these things. And they try to do this complete lifestyle overhaul. And we also can put a lot of pressure on ourselves to kind of work towards certain goals, whether it be fitness or whether it be business related, and really kind of be super hard on ourselves and almost get to a point when it like, especially when it comes to goals, right? They're typically ones that are super important to us and mean a lot to us. And we really want to push ourselves and challenge ourselves to work towards. But if we're not paying attention to our health through that process or are supporting our adrenals or also just taking care of ourselves in general, then this is where we can kind of sacrifice a lot of aspects of our physical or mental health in order to reach this goal. And at the end of the day, like no goal is worth sacrificing your health for. And that being said, there is a lot you can do through the process of working towards certain goals and challenging yourself and pushing yourself and achieving these amazing achievements and accomplishments while also feeling your healthiest best self. And burnout is burnout kind of comes when we are really kind of working towards a goal or we get kind of obsessed about oh, like working towards a goal and we are kind of pushing ourselves and we also start forgetting about taking care of ourselves. So we're not sleeping, we're not nourishing ourselves properly. So burnout right? This is really, really common for a lot of people, especially going into the new year right now, because this is like prime time to set big goals, to grind, to hustle, to like really kind of work towards certain goals, whether it be fitness, whether it be a business, whether it be some other types of goals and stuff. And so I really wanted to do this reminder before we go into 2022 to let you guys know of some different ways that you can really just check in with yourself on a regular basis and really kind of support your body and support your adrenals through the process of really pushing yourself. Because at the end of the day, right, we want to set big goals. We want to challenge ourselves. We want to level up our life, right? We want to accomplish these amazing goals and be successful, but, but it's not worth it if we're going to burn out. And our health is super, like a super high priority, mental and physical, 
right? In order to be able to work towards goals continuously. And a lot of people will try to do everything all at once. They won't try to work on that balance. They won't try to work on also taking consideration all of these other aspects of their life. And they just go all in to too much of an extreme right away, first thing in the year, get overwhelmed, right? Get exhausted and burn out. And I don't want that for you. I want you to be able to create this amazing momentum going into the new year and to reach your goals while still feeling as best as possible mentally and physically, while also being able to set goal after goal after goal and continue that momentum and continue that progress and not burn out because we're useless when we're burnt out. (laughs) Trust me, I've learned the hard way. And again, I work with so many women and they are high achievers. They're high performers. They are driven, motivated, hardworking women. But unless you're also taking in like consideration how your certain goals and the ways that you're challenging your body and challenging yourself, if you're not also taking in consideration the effects that it has on your adrenals and on your hormones, then it's like we can run into that scenario where now we burn out and we just, we, as much as we want to work, right? We just feel unmotivated. We feel drained. We feel fatigued. We feel tired. And we're not going to be very productive, are we? That's what we're going to be talking about today. And there are so many different ways too that we can, like burnout doesn't just occur overnight, right? It's not this one kind of like one day and all of a sudden now you're burnt out. It is a progression of by doing certain things. And it is this progression of us kind of like not paying attention to certain red flags over time not checking in with ourselves over time, continuing to push and brush aside like the signs and the feedback our body gives us until the point where it's like, now your body is like, hey, no, <laughs> mentally and physically. They could go both ways, right? I'm a registered holistic nutritionist. So like that psychological component is also a key component of what we're going to be talking about. And of course, it starts, right? By wanting to wanting to just kind of set a goal and prove to yourself that you can accomplish something, right? We can start kind of setting goals and really want to prove to ourselves or prove to other people like, yes, we can achieve this. And setting goals is great, right? Setting goals forces us to level up. It drives us, it, it takes us to new levels and it pushes us. And there, it's not... It's not necessarily a problem until it becomes an obsession. There's a very fine line between being driven and motivated and all in, and then also becoming obsessive about a certain goal. And this is again, where, especially with a lot of competitors or even women, and I've caught myself with this as well, like with certain business goals, right? If you're an entrepreneur and you're running business, right? Like it's really easy to get get caught up with work where we set these big goals and we really forget about everything else that matters. And this is where a lot of people lose that work-life balance. And so really kind of catching yourself when you start kind of showing certain obsessive, obsessive kind of like scenarios and stuff and this obsessive kind of mindset towards a certain goal, right? Where it's like, okay, like there's, again, there's a difference between being like all in and really kind of like working towards something in like a healthy way and then becoming kind of almost obsessive about a certain goal where we also start kind of forgetting about take other things in our lives, 
right? We start neglecting people and friends and family and other priorities or doing certain things that make you feel good or forgetting about hobbies, right? Or forgetting about taking care of yourselves. We also start kind of focus wanting to like, if we're not necessarily at the goal and it's like, you're working hard, right? You're already hustling, you're already grinding. And it's like, you have this constant drive to be like, Hey, I need to work harder. I need to work harder. I need to work harder. And you have this inability to switch off. I see this a lot with entrepreneurs actually. And then again, too, like, as I said, like there's certain, these certain signs and these feedback we can kind of start paying attention to and picking up on. And like, if you start neglecting your needs, this is a red flag guys. If you tell yourself you don't have time to eat, that you don't have time to sleep, right? You don't have a time to incorporate social interaction because you're too busy working and hustling and grinding. These are red flags. And again, we can really get caught up down the psychological road that can lead us to burnout. And it doesn't just happen overnight. It happens from doing these certain habits and having these certain mindsets and ignoring these certain red flags, which will eventually lead us to a point where we hit burnout. And so psychologists actually have kind of identified like 12 stages of burnout. So I'm going to kind of walk through some of them. So first stage, as I said, like that compulsion to prove oneself, right? You have that goal and you start becoming kind of obsessive about it. It's like, hey, I need to do this. I need to accomplish this. And you forget about all the other things, right? Like, and again, like it's, it's this compulsion. So again, it's a bit, it's a bit different than just being like, oh yeah, like I want to do that. It's this need to, and you become super obsessive about it. Stage two is really kind of just like pushing yourself to like work harder and harder and harder and having this inability to rest or switch off or (laughs) turn that work mode off. It's a skill to be able to be fully focused and driven and focused on a goal, but also allowing yourself permission to rest when you need it. And a lot of times, especially hardworking women or entrepreneurial women, we have this inability to kind of switch off and turn work mode off. But it is important to maintain work-life balance and also avoid that burnout point. Constantly working, if that's all you have in your life, that's all you're doing, then it's like you're going to burn out eventually because life is meant to be this beautiful balance between hustle and rest and enjoyment, right? And then three, stage three, I kind of touched base on this too, where you find yourself neglecting me. Huge red flag, right? This is again, where a lot of people, they'll be like, oh, I don't have time to eat or like, oh, I don't have time to sleep or I don't have time to shower or I don't have time to set some time aside to connect with human beings face-to-face or do certain things that are like taking care of yourself. How many of you have caught yourself doing that where you're working and you're grinding and you're like, you know, you tell yourself, I don't have time to eat. We all have time to eat. It's a choice, right? And it's like, yes, there's going to be certain scenarios, maybe with a certain work where it's like you're, there's an emergency. I work with a lot of nurses and even like night shift workers or people who do these crazy, crazy shifts. <laughs> Not going to go into the <laughs> horrible work environment of nurses, but it's hard. And sometimes you don't get those breaks. But for the most part, if you're a small business owner, if you're an entrepreneur, or even if you're just, even if you're a mom, If you're telling yourself you don't have time to eat, that's a red flag. 
we need to be able to still take care of ourselves. Taking care of ourselves is how we are able to continuously perform at a high level, to be productive, to show up as our best self. And so if you catch yourself neglecting basic, basic needs like eating or sleeping or showering or drinking water, those are red flags. And you need to kind of like take that step back and ask yourself, what is the purpose behind this? Like, is this actually serving me? Now, four, stage four, another kind of scenario where it's like when you have certain problems, right? This is again, the stage of like a burnout and stuff where it's like, if you have certain conflicts that show up and they are, you're just kind of like, you're not addressing them. I don't have like the capacity right now to deal with this. So it's like, you're really kind of just ignoring certain conflicts, displacing certain conflicts, certain problems are being dismissed, but they're in a way that is not necessarily serving you. So it's like, you're just kind of avoiding them, but then they're showing up as these feelings of panic and anxiety and so forth, right? Because they're still there. They need to be addressed, but you just are avoiding it. So sometimes that's also a really big red flag. If you catch yourself in this scenario where there are conflicts and you just, you don't want to deal with it, but it's actually creating more problems for you. Now, stage five, another uh, like stage two burnout is where we start kind of like shifting our values. And this again is a huge, huge red flag, right? At the end of the day, right? We set goals that are important to us because it's going to bring value to our life. And if we catch ourselves, especially when it comes to either work-related goals, business-related goals, or even like fitness-related goals, if we're working blindly towards this goal and our values end up shifting, we do it for the purpose of being able to have like financial freedom or to be able to take care of our families. But then at the same time, we're working towards this goal. And then now all of a sudden, like we're not showing up even for our families because we're too busy working. That's one scenario, even with fitness goals. We're so obsessed about dropping the number on the scale and losing the certain weight. And we do it for health purposes. But then we get so obsessed about this number on the scale and this fitness goal where now we're actually feeling worse because we're sacrificing our health because we're also not taking care of ourselves properly or paying attention to our body's feedback or sleeping or doing all of these things, right? So again, this is where we, when we notice the shift in values where it's like, that's a huge red flag as well. Because again, you're working towards these goals and it's not actually in alignment anymore. So this can often lead to burnout too, because now you're working towards certain things which aren't really bringing, get, helping you gain life. They're taking it away in a sense. So really, really important to pay attention to that too. Like, are your goals aligned still? Are you, the, the approach and what you're doing, is it aligned with what you really want to get out of life? And if there's this disconnect and this unalignment, then again, this can lead to burnout because then we start sacrificing all these things that actually energize us and bring us life and bring us joy. Now, another stage of burnout, this is actually pretty common, like just the denial of emerging problems, right? It's like, I don't need sleep. I'm, I'm fine. Or like, oh, like I don't need to eat. I'm fine. That denial of emerging problems and like also n- not necessarily acknowledging the fact that, hey, like this isn't serving me, right? I'm ignoring people. I'm lacking, like I need hobbies. Again, so many people will run work towards certain goals 
and they don't give themselves any rest and they don't give themselves any joy. And it's just work, 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 or it's this fitness goal and they almost become obsessive about it. And then it's like, and they don't really notice the problems. They're in denial, even though deep down, you know, at the end of the day, you know, right. I had these conversations a lot because I do obviously work with a lot of other, like I work with a lot of coaches and also women who are running small businesses or like just typical entrepreneurs, right? So it's like they have those big financial goals. They have those big fitness financial goals and business goals. And then I also work with a lot of like competitors, right? Super common with competitors and people who have really big fitness goals. And we always have to like there again, the reason I'm having this conversation is like, I am a firm believer that goals are important. Again, you have so much power and capability to set these big goals and push yourself and challenge yourself, but always reflect on certain things and keep yourself in check and pay attention to your physical and your mental health. No goal is worth sacrificing your physical and your mental health for. And you can achieve them while also supporting your physical and your mental health. And that's what I always try to it, like show people and tell people too. It may, the road may be a little bit slower, <laughs> it may be a little bit more gradual, right? But it's going to be worth it long term. Going all in isn't a bad thing. Committing to something isn't a bad thing. But just don't sacrifice your health, your physical and your mental health. That's what I'm saying here. And again, there's certain things that show up when on like before we hit a point of burnout as these little red flags, as these little indicators, the way we talk to ourselves, the way we uh, like cope with certain stressors, the, what we tell ourselves on a regular basis. Pay attention to these things because again, they may be kind of those like warning signs, <laughs> little warning signs that like you are on the road to burnout if you keep doing what you're doing. And so listen to these things, listen to your body, listen to your intuition, pay attention to what you're saying to telling yourself and just make sure that you keep yourself in check because burnout is not fun. And again, it is a gradual process. You don't just wake up one night and you're burnt out. And a lot of people, they get frustrated and they get mad at their bodies. And they get pissed off (laughs) that they burn out and they hit this point where they're just exhausted and they're unmotivated and they're depressed. But it's like, it was a road to get there. It didn't just happen overnight. And there was all of these different factors. And like I said, there's like 12 stages. Psychologists have identified 12 stages of burnout. It's not just one thing. It's not just this magic switch that overnight and it's like, wow, you're burnt out. Now you're unmotivated, depressed, and exhausted. It was these constant signs, these red flags over a period of time that were brushed aside, were not paid attention to, and then it led to the point of that exhaustion and depression and not being motivated. So again, I want to share these stages with you today so that you can ask yourself, do any of these resonate with me or do I relate to any of these? And maybe this is where you need to kind of shift things a little bit. Because again, like I don't want you to be burnt out. It sucks. I've been there. I work with women all the time who have been there. 
and it's hard, right? It's hard to kind of get out of that after. And you also lose so much time. And if, especially if you're driven, goal-oriented woman who wants to perform at their highest level, we have to realize sometimes taking a little bit of a step back through the process to avoid burnout long-term is actually going to be more effective rather than hitting the point of burnout. And now you're having, your body is forcing you (laughs) to take three weeks off and not do anything. I can't afford to be burnt out. I can't afford to take a month off of work and not do anything. So you know what I do? I pay attention to these things. I give myself time off. I give myself days to rest. I support my adrenals. I prioritize my sleep, prioritize my health. I listen to my body so that I can continue performing at this level. I'm not working 20-hour days every single day and because I could probably get a lot more stuff done if I did, (laughs) but I know it wouldn't last very long. So again, really take these things in consideration. And again, I learned the hard way. I learned the hard way through competing and working and doing all of these different things. And I hit a point of burnout and it was not fun. It was not worth it. And I sucked at all my goals because I hit that point and then I didn't accomplish anything. (laughs) And it's like, we want to accomplish these goals. And one of the ways that we do that is really making our health a priority and never, no goal is worth sacrificing your health, mental or physical health for. So find a way to do both. Find a way to actually support yourself and to work towards that goal, even if the momentum, even if the progress is a little bit slower. I'm going to share this one point right now too, because a lot of times people, especially when it comes to work and sleep, right? A lot of the times women will be like, hey, I need to work just for a couple more hours, right? But there's always that point late at night where your brain, like, sure, you're reading the thing and you're doing the thing, but you're probably not necessarily super productive. Or you end up staying up later, getting stuff done. But then, of course, you're groggy in the morning, you're tired, you sleep in maybe. So it's like, did you really gain that much time? Did you really gain, like, were you able to really accomplish that much more? But we look very short term. Humans have this <laughs> tendency to look very short term and be very kind of like in the moment and like right here, right now. And so it's also important to kind of look a little bit ahead of time and ask yourself, like, is this going to affect my next day? Is it going to make me more tired in the morning? Is it going to make me more groggy in the morning? Am I going to be less productive tomorrow now if I accomplish a couple more things tonight? So really kind of weighing things out and kind of keeping things in perspective. And oftentimes, like, we function better (laughs) when we have a good night's rest (laughs) and when we eat enough and when we feel better. It's not worth it. (laughs) Sleep enough. Take care of yourself. You have time to nourish yourself. No goal is worth skipping meals all the time and not sleeping and making you feel worse and worse and worse. So pay attention to these things. Another stage, stage seven of burnout is withdrawal. 
So if you find yourself really kind of withdrawing from certain things in terms of specifically in terms of social interaction or friends or family or relationships, right? A lot of the times I have like one of the common things I often hear from entrepreneurs is that they use work as well to like kind of avoid conversations or do certain kind of like avoiding conversations, especially with like certain conflicts or problems, especially in relationships. This is probably one of the things I hear the most common from certain people in relationships. And they notice like if there's conflicts, they just withdraw and they just focus on their work even more. So kind of paying attention to that because like, again, relationships are important. And it's like, yes, work is great. I love work. (laughs) I love what I do. But it's never worth sacrificing our relationships or social life or our connection and stuff with other people or even addressing stress, right? If there's certain stresses kind of ties into the, the previous one, but like if we're using work or we're turning to work or we're focusing on our goals and we're not, it's kind of like we're using it in a sense as like an avoidance thing where we're also not actually addressing, having conversations we need to have or addressing certain problems we need to address in order to make our life better, right? And then we just have these constant things in the back of our mind that are creating anxiety, creating stress, not being dealt with. And again, that's not serving us. And that's going to lead us to burnout because again, that feeling of unaddressed things and these kind of problems being like swept under the rug constantly, that's going to come back up. (laughs) Definitely going to come back up and it's not going to be fun. And again, this is where those things kind of come up and they become issues. Then we can hit that point of burnout. We just feel super overwhelmed with all the things that are building up that we've been brushing aside and not addressing. Other stages as well, depersonalization, no longer seeing your own needs as valuable. Super common as well, especially if you, this actually occurs a lot too with mothers, working moms or just moms that are like taking care of their family and stuff. It's like everybody else's needs matter and yours don't. And they sacrifice their own health and how they feel and taking care of themselves because they prioritize everybody else around them but them. And going back to the topic of like nurses as well, I see this a lot too. Like a lot of times moms, obviously they love their children. (laughs) They love their family, right? They want to take care of them. It means a lot to them. Nurses as well, or if you work in any kind of like caregiving career, Your job is literally to take care of people. And so it's really, we also have to realize that if we are burnt out, if we're not feeling our best, we're also not going to be able to care for other people around us at the best of our ability. And so it's also really important to keep in check the value of your own health and your own needs. So really pay attention to those things because again, really slippery slope after that hitting burnout. And I know even for myself, like, again, I work with a lot of coaches, some of them not necessarily like fitness coaches or health coaches, but even coaching, even in the coaching kind of industry and stuff too, like we coach because we want to help people. We want to serve people. Our entire career is based around service. 
and helping people. And so oftentimes we will focus so, so much on everybody else's needs and our clients' needs and our customers' needs or whatever, but then we might not necessarily take care of ourselves. And again, you're not going to be able to help that many people for that long if you sacrifice your own health and you hit a point of burnout. And again, learned this the hard way. (laughs) I noticed that when I feel good, I can help more people and I can bring a better quality service to them. And so again, really like ask yourself, like, are you no longer seeing your own needs as valuable? Are you prioritizing other people's needs above yours? Because it's never, it's never going to (laughs) be a good decision to do that. Do not sacrifice your mental or physical health for anything, any goal, fitness related, business related, or even career related. Because again, it's going to, with hitting that point of burnout is going to, make you very, (laughs) very not productive (laughs) and not showing up as your best self whatsoever. Other stages of burnout, right? Other kind of red flags is if you notice kind of like odd behavioral changes, things that are typically your lifestyle and your norm, and you're kind of not doing that anymore suddenly. Oftentimes this is kind of common to like, you might not pick it up, but friends and family will pick it up. So just asking yourself, like, are you still living your life in the way that's in alignment with who you want to be, right? Or have you become very kind of obsessive about certain things and kind of lost, again, lost some of you, like become out of align with some of your values and who you are, right? Don't lose yourself working towards a certain fitness goal or health goal. Again, too, you can use fitness goals or business goals and stuff to shift your identity and change your habits to be a better version of you. But if it's like certain things that aren't no longer in alignment with who you actually want to be, right? Don't lose yourself working towards a goal. Again, red flag if you start noticing that. Certain things that were super important to you no longer are a part of you. Like for myself too, like horses, I'm going to kind of share a bit of story with me about me. I grew up with horses. I had a horse. I used to horseback ride all the time. It was such a huge, huge passion of mine. I literally was at barns and stables and riding like every single day for such a huge portion of my life. And I ended up starting to work, right? And I ended up starting to compete. So business goals, fitness goals, career goals. And I stopped riding and I stopped being around horses because I just didn't have the time. And I found that it really started kind of having an impact. I don't, it it started having an impact on my soul. It started having an impact on how I felt like right spiritually, internally, mentally, because I always have this kind of like, like I'd always feel like a piece of my life was missing and who I was. And I started really picking this up because every single time I would be around a horse or we'd go riding or like that, any, any horse girl can relate to this, but like that smell, right? The smell of a stable and the hay or even like wood shavings or just like the smell of horses, right? Would just have such a internal impact, right? And it would just bring me so much joy. And I kept asking myself, like, why aren't I doing this anymore? And the reason was I kept telling myself, like, I'm too busy. I don't have time. I have other things. Yet I constantly had this kind of like inner emptiness and a feeling, um, kind of feeling 
where there's something that meant so much to me and was such a huge part of my life was missing. And so I ended up last year, that was one of my big goals, right? Where for 2021, where I was like, Hey, like I'm going to get back into writing. I'm going to figure it out. (laughs) I'm going to get back into writing. I need to do this for me, for who I am. And it was such a, such something that brought me so much joy. So of course that's where, again, I made time and I started writing and I started leasing a horse and I started horse, like getting lessons and stuff again and making it part of my day. And technically I could pretty, like I can use that extra time throughout the week, probably use that time to do more work things. And like work a little bit more or even for like another, like I incorporated instead of a workout that day. And sure, I can do that. But I knew that it was such a huge part of what, who I was and something that brought me so much joy. And it like, I'm not making money off of horseback riding, (laughs) right? But I know that it's necessary for my mental health. And it is that form of kind of rest in a sense for me. And it brings me so much joy. And so that's one of the ways that I take care of myself. And so again, find those things that bring you joy. And if it doesn't necessarily make you, obviously it'd be great if it actually is something that makes you healthier and fitter and stuff. Um, But as a competitor, right? Like I'm not really, it's not the most effective workout for me to go horseback riding. It's still a good workout, kind of a bit of cardio workout. It's something that doesn't necessarily make me a better bikini competitor, but it also isn't something that necessarily makes me more money in my business, but it is something I still make time for. And that's something where I've really set the boundary for myself and really kind of told myself and was like, no, like this is important to me and I need this. This is my form of self-care. And so I make it a priority and I incorporate that. And I'm sure you have certain things in your life that you can do the same thing. And we have to acknowledge the fact like our life is very multi-dimensional, I guess. <laughs> like had, there's le- many kind of layers to it. There's, it's not just about work. It's not just about fitness. There's so many components to our life that make our life, our life and make it whole. And so really take those things into consideration. If you have this feeling of inner emptiness or something is missing or something is lacking, or you, a part of you is out of alignment, dig into that. And try to identify what that is and make time for it. Incorporate it into your life. Because trust me, by doing so, you're actually going to help yourself avoid burnout. You're going to help yourself get more joy out of life and have certain things that fill your cup and find those things. Because again, that's how we avoid burnout as a working woman, as an entrepreneur. And we can continuously work towards our goals and perform at a higher level. So ask yourself what those things are. Now, last little two stages to burnout, right? As I said, there's 12 stages to burnout. It doesn't just happen overnight. So of course, like when you start noticing you're really struggling with depression, this is kind of stage 11, right? You're feeling kind of lost and unsure and just kind of like, no longer kind of like driven or motivated or inspired by certain things that you're doing and certain goals, right? This is again, a big red flag. And then shortly after this is typically right where you hit that point of total mental and physical collapse in a sense, right? You burn out and you're no longer 
motivated or driven. You're physically drained and tired and exhausted. And this is the point where we're not going to be very productive. (laughs) We're going to hit this point and it's like, you're no longer feeling inspired or driven by the tasks you have to do. You find you avoid everything, right? You find you're withdrawn. You don't really want to like socialize or connect, right? You feel kind of overwhelmed and depressed. Burnout doesn't just happen overnight. It is the progression over these multiple stages that we just keep brushing aside and ignoring until we hit the point of burnout. So pay attention to these things. And again, I'm going to draw, like finish off this conversation too with certain things that you can do to really support yourself and avoid adrenal fatigue, right? And hitting this point of being physically and mentally energetically drained. Simple things. I kind of shared some of like my, I'll share with you like eight of my favorite ways to really kind of support your body and really kind of keep it in that peak performance and focus and productivity, right? Taking care of yourself is going to make you more productive. It's going to make you work better. So pay attention to it. And it's going to like, a lot of people don't think about this, but it's like your health will make you more money. (laughs) If you're an entrepreneur, taking care of yourself, being healthy, being fit, right? Balancing your hormones will make you more productive will make you work better, will make you more efficient, have more creativity and focus, will help you build your business and grow your career, right? I would not be able to build my business in the time that I had to the level that I had if I wasn't prioritizing my health through the entire process. And I'm pretty fortunate and that and grateful for the fact that literally what I do is so aligned with what I need. And it's helped me build my business to the level that it has. And it helps me be able to kind of do the things that I'm able to do on a regular basis without burning out. And so some of my favorite ways, probably not so much right now here in BC because it's super, super cold, <laughs> um, but spending time in nature. Again, like even just taking half an hour a day and being outside and being in the forest or being in nature, have like being out in the sun, right? Simple little things, even just going for a quick walk can really help you recenter and feel more grounded. And you have time, you have 30 minutes to go for a walk out in nature. It's such a great form of not only movement, but also stress management. And it can really help ease a lot of stress and anxiety. And so again, making some time every single day to spend out in nature. Fortunately, I have two dogs. So it's like they kind of force me (laughs) regardless to be outside. And of course, in the summer when it's a bit warmer, then it's like we also go on like daily hikes and we go for like walks and stuff. And also it's a really great way for you to just move your body too. If you are an entrepreneur, you're probably sitting at a desk a lot of times. So we have to be super, super intentional about movement, daily movement, which brings me to another way. It's like, just move your body with gentle exercise. You don't have to do crazy extreme workouts. You'd be amazed what just walking and even some kind of resistance training or even like horseback riding (laughs) can do to just move your body on a regular basis can really help you feel a lot better in your body, have better energy, and also perform at a higher level and avoid burnout. Number three, drink your water. Simple, simple task. You have no idea how many people struggle with getting enough water. It is 
probably the easiest thing you can do. And it has so many amazing benefits, right? It's like staying hydrated helps your entire body function as best as possible. Helps you feel good, right? Yet so many people don't even drink enough water. Very easy, basic habit that we can all incorporate. Very kind of shouldn't be that much effort. A lot of people don't even have time for tell themselves they don't even have time to do that. Now, another way, right, to really kind of beat adrenal fatigue or avoid adrenal fatigue and stuff is to really incorporate those things that bring you joy. As I talked about, like one of the things that really brings me joy, which doesn't really make me more money, (laughs) right? Doesn't really get me more clients. Doesn't really like change too much. It's solely for pleasure. And that's where I stopped writing. All right. It just brings me joy. It makes me feel good. It's a bit of movement and exercise too. But again, I make that a non-negotiable in my work weeks to find time to do that. And I set that time aside and I commit to it and I make sure I do it. Even on the days that I'm super busy and I'm like, man, I could really use an extra hour or two right now. But I do it because I know that it's going to keep me feeling energized and keep me feeling good throughout the week. And so I can come back and I feel a bit refreshed going into work. And I don't feel like I'm having to sacrifice so many important parts of my life and the things that bring me joy in order to just work all the time. And so I avoid burnout that way. So it could be as simple as that. Another way, practicing gratitude. This is something that I do every single morning and I encourage everybody to have a morning routine and to have a gratitude practice because it can really, really help also help you kind of check in with yourself. So as I said, right, like being really self-aware of all of the other aspects of your life is super important. Like your life does not like work can be a great component of it. You may love what you do. I love what I do. And I, I really enjoy it. And it doesn't necessarily feel like this negative energetic drain all the time, but I also have to be aware, like there's more to my life than just work. And there's so many amazing things in my life that I'm so grateful for aside from just work. And I need to check in with myself and remember like my friends, my family, certain other aspects of my life, my relationships, all of these different things can bring us a lot of joy and also like remind ourselves, right? That there's so many other things that we need to also kind of be grateful for and keep in check. And it can also obviously help us feel a lot more energized and keep us motivated and inspired. Now, another way, I have a couple more that I want to share with you. So obviously sleep. (laughs) We talked about the importance of sleep. Prioritize it. You have time to sleep and it's going to help you wake up the next day and be more productive. So don't try to think that staying up a few hours later is going to be helpful because it's like typically it's just going to affect the next day. So prioritize sleep. It'll help you function better. It's going to help you be more productive, be more focused. Also, make sure you're nourishing your body properly, right? We have so much power with supporting our energy levels and our performance and just how we physically feel day to day through the way we nourish ourselves. So making sure that we are having those like micronutrient rich foods, 
those natural whole foods, right? Um, if we need to supplement, right, certain things that can be really helpful, especially for adrenals is going to be, be magnesium. Vitamin C is also really helpful. And then B vitamins, which are also drained through stress as well. So if you have to supplement, those would probably be kind of like top three supplements and stuff. There's also a lot of other kind of, depending on the person, different kind of like adaptogens that you can also incorporate that can be really helpful. And then really prioritize your nutrition. If you have to perform at a high level and you know you need to be productive and you know you need to be focused and you know you have these big responsibilities and you can't feel like garbage. <laughs> then stop eating things that make you feel bad. Simple like that. Set that boundary with yourself. It's funny because a lot of times people, when they're super overwhelmed and they're stressed out, they end up ordering in and eating out and like snacking and like skipping meals, right? They eat all this junk food because it's convenient. And it's crazy because what does that do? It makes you feel tired. It makes you have cravings all the time. It makes you not being able to focus. You don't feel productive. You don't feel creative. You don't feel energized. So it's like we do these things out of convenience, but it actually just makes things a lot harder for us. So really shift that mindset. When you are in a busy season of your life, when you are dealing with higher demands or higher stressors, this is not your time to be like, okay, well, I'm going to just like eat whatever because it's convenient and it'll take less time. This is your time to be like, okay, how can I support my body so I have optimal energy and optimal performance? How could I nourish my body so that I can feel as best as possible all day, every day? So I can keep up the, these responsibilities and these demands. Shift your mindset around that. Our nutrition is super, super impactful for helping ourselves perform at a higher level. So anyways, that is all I wanted to kind of share today. Enjoy the rest of your day. Bye guys. That's all we got for this episode. Thank you so much for joining me today. One thing that really helps the podcast and other women who have yet to join us is for you to rate this show and leave a comment in iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you tune in to listen. Please share with anybody you think might enjoy it. And also make sure to connect with me on Instagram at Nikki Park. Until next time.